0: Hi, my name is Moshe Kindler, and I'm the publisher of The Jewish Link.
1: Hi, this is Elizabeth Kratz. I'm editor of The Jewish Link.
0: And you're on The Jewish Link Pitch Meeting Podcast. Okay, so welcome to The uh, the Jewish Link Pitch Meeting Podcast. We've been trying to get you on for for probably about two, three months now, but uh, really happy that you're able to. Rubbing to- in all this, so you just keep rubbing it in there, Moshe. You bet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep rubbing it. in. That's okay. That's all
1: right. You know, nothing going on like a war that we've been focused on here. So yeah, I
0: know. But this. But I was. This is even before the war. But yes, 100. percent Absolutely. And by, by the actually, the truth is, you're here. Uh, you're here. No rubbing it at all. Is more serious. You're here actually in a sense because, uh, and I guess we'll segue right into it. Uh, you're here. In a sense, because of October seventh, because of the war in Israel, and so I mean, it's not all that you do. Uh, and I'm, I'm just saying, you. Know, I, I look at you both as a friend, as a fighter for the Fifth District of Congress, which which I live in, uh, in North Jersey. Um, you know, but I, but the, the real the real story, the real topic today is October seventh. Um, you know, I just you know I'll, I'll let you just tell us a little bit. I know. We, we, I know that you passed some. You're involved in some legislation yesterday. You know, let's let's get right into the heart of it. What, what's been going on lately? What's been going on the last 24, 48 hours? And uh, just uh, to tell my tell my viewers, listeners, well, I think like
1: everyone in in our community and and uh, in, in northern New Jersey and around the country, and I, I just got up the phone with a uh, mother of a hostage I spoke to, who's in Israel right now uh, of a 22 year old boy, uh, or a young man. Uh, but the way he talk, she talked about her son, you know, and how wonderful he is um, and how we need to get him home. And, you know, I think we've all been focused on these last seven weeks on, on one, one, one goal, right? Getting the hostages home yep. uh, and, and, of course, crushing and killing Hamas uh, and providing humanitarian aid. You know, I, I look at that as one goal because to me they're all interconnected and all critically important. Uh, and, um, and what I've been focused on, uh, over the last couple of months, you know, we were before Thanksgiving, we were here, I think 11 weeks straight, um, and, uh, in Washington, uh, and I spent, you know, the first thing I do every morning, pretty much every morning is go down to the intelligence committee, which I sit on and review overnight information that's come in, um. Uh, You know, as the only Jewish member of the Intelligence Committee, I I feel a significant responsibility uh, for what I believe is a a critical relationship for the United States, America, the U.S.'s relationship, and uh, the democracy in the region, uh, a a critical ally of ours um, in the fight against terror. And uh, and we see what happens when terror is allowed to rear its ugly head. Um, And this is a terror was, was a terrorist attack. Uh, you know, if if you as I was I was just looking online this morning and reminded of that interview, which I'm, I'm sure you've seen, um, with Hamas, Hamas leader talking about there will be not one, two, three, there'll be a million October seventh in toll. They achieve their objective, which is the elimination of Israel and the Jewish people. So, um, you know, I, I just uh, I, you know as as we think about this, you know, and think about what I'm doing here and my focus. Is, is, you know, how, how do we achieve the objectives? And also, how do you fight back against a massive propaganda machine um, that you're in the news business and, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? It's, if you look online, you look at TikTok, which is controlled by China um, uh, and working closely with Russia and Iran and Hamas, um, we see the power of, of dis and misinformation since the beginning of this conflict.
0: Yep, 100 i don't, i don't know if you're aware but uh we saw a couple scenes uh, I don't know if you're on our whatsapp or Josh I don't know if Chris is but we saw a bunch of really tough scenes in in, in uh, the our my hometown our hometown of Teaneck. I don't know if you're you were up to date on all that stuff uh I'm not sure if now's the time but I'm not sure if you just just really really tough stuff uh from the from Teennic high school uh, I put to, out a statement
1: uh, I put out a statement yesterday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll about
0: it, yeah. I, I just want you. I just want you to know that from uh, just it's it's scary for us. You know, there's 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 a scary element. Uh, there's another. There's a word I learned recently, which I don't know if you've heard this term, learned helplessness. Okay, <laughs> meaning we there's a feeling that that we don't okay. that we're not able to do anything. You know that uh, you know, that there's not much that we can do, and uh, which I think as as congressman, I, I think you know you kind of fight back a little bit and you say no, there well, is something we can do. But I'm just saying that's what that's. that's I, as a probably,
1: And I want everyone watching and all of, of, and I want you to know
0: uh, that you
1: shouldn't feel helpless because you've got very, very strong allies and advocates here fighting in our government uh, for the right thing. Uh, And and not only to fight against this massive surge in anti-Semitism and hate, massive, Um, um, uh, right, unprecedented numbers, right? Not only did we see the largest killing in one instance since the Holocaust on October 7th. By the way, death of Americans, 40 Americans, right? I just want to be clear about that because people – that seems to get lost somehow in the discussion that 40 Americans were killed. Um, um, And secondly, that Americans remain hostage, right? So, you know, for me, when I think of those objectives that I talked about before, uh, the trike of objectives, right, uh, um, it it comes down to when I walk in, like my job is to protect the United States of America and Americans uh, were – Killed and captured, um, and uh, horrifically so. Right? I mean, you just and, and, and I'm sure you've seen some of the footage. I've, I've yep. the embassy has, has viewed it for us. It's uh, I can't unsee any of it. Just butchering and beheading and rape and, and just just things that I I'll never really be able to move past. And I think everyone who can see it should see it because it just gives you a sense of reminder of just how heinous these actors are. These terror they're terrorists. And any confusion. Like when people say, oh, what, they're freedom fighters. No, they're terrorists. Terrorists do what they did. Terrorists continue to do what they're doing, right? And it's why, uh, and, they, and, they have, and they continue to threaten to strike again all these Iranian-backed terrorists and proxies of the Iranian government. And the Houthis continue to attack Israeli-Americans. Uh, there have been from Syria, from Iraq. We've seen attacks on American bases. We know that Hezbollah on the north, there's been plenty of skirmishes. There was a terrorist attack in Jerusalem this morning, yep. um, right, just today. Um, three people three, killed, yeah. Three people killed, right, at a bus stop. Um, so this will go on until the terrorists are eliminated, right, and so, and that's critical to our security, critical to our key security, but it gets back to your point, which is feeling safe at home means that we have to make sure that there's security, that we stand up to anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, all forms of hate, very, very important because remember, Hamas is attacking and using innocent Palestinians as human shields. Right? They they don't care about anyone, right? That's in their way of achieving their goal of elimination of Israel and the Jewish people. So, so we have to make sure here in the United States. I am very focused on working around the clock on the anti-Semitism piece. That means standing up to Iran. That means standing up to hate. That means you know when you see people on the streets screaming, uh, you know, from as they did in Tinnec from the river to the sea which is a call for elimination of the Jewish state and the Jewish people, we yeah. speak out and stand up against hate.
0: hundred yeah, okay, you know, percent. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just uh, endorsing everything you're saying. Uh, let's just talk about one thing. You know, I know that you're, you're, you're a, you're a Democrat. Um, obviously, President Biden's been very supportive. Uh, some of the armchair strategists, some of the pundits in the media business are are concerned about the next steps. You know, I just want to hear you know some of the things, you know, some of the pieces that I, I, we've been reviewing, is uh, you know, are, is is the U.S. government, which is which has been great and giving great support, you know, you know about that next stage, you know, is Israel going to be fighting, you know, not able to fight with, uh, you know, with full force, so to speak? Are they going to be able to actually, you know, conquer or you know, take care of Gaza, so to speak, beat Hamas? Uh, in the southern part which they haven't really touched yet so so far you know i just want to i want to get your take on it a lot of people some people are concerned that the biden administration um are, are gonna handicap or is gonna, it's gonna be very difficult for israel to uh to achieve what it wants
1: well listen i think the first of all president biden has been unbelievable uh strong resolved uh you know, i've spoken to him about it you know he, he uh didn't blink in his commitment and into and and to the idea that Hamas must be eliminated and Israel must uh, be able to do what she needs to do to get the hostages home and to crush Hamas. Um, so, I, I, you know, and, and I, he, you know, he supports humanitarian aid, which I do, too. And I so do the Israelis and I think I can't find anybody who doesn't support getting humanitarian aid in, except for a few people who I don't really understand how you wouldn't be supportive of that. Um, um, I, listen, the whole world. Uh, it feels like the whole world in out of pockets is against Israel right now, right every day someone else is coming out against them and what they 're doing to uh, eliminate the terrorists and and to get the hostages home um, and you know and Hamas knows what they 're doing with propaganda and with tactics to actually prevent humanitarian aid from getting delivered from people being able to move from the north to the south right they you know they 've got all these tunnels as you know, and no bomb shelters they don 't let as they said, the 75% of the population of Palestinians, is not their problem, it's the UN's problem, as they said, and they deal with the 25% of Hamas um, uh, fighters, and they don't exactly say to uh, innocent Palestinians, come in the tunnels and protect yourself here, right? They, they don't care. So, you know, but they are using it as a propaganda, they're using their propaganda machine against the United States and Israel, right? And I think President Biden has done a phenomenal job of holding the line, not only because he went over there on day three to show support, but every day since... You know, and as everyone, lots of people are screaming out against him from around the world, and he's held the line. Uh, I don't believe that will change. I think he will work closely as president, as friends do, with our ally to say uh, privately, to, to work together to say, here's how I think this can be best executed, and here's advice. Um, and I think that's what goes on between friends, as we always have with Israel and, and our, our historic relationship Um, but I'm not concerned that he will back down. Listen, are there people in the Democratic Party um, uh, who, uh, a a very small uh, uh, group, who are vocal and loud and opposed? Yes, we know that. We've known that for years. Um, They're very, very loud now, and they're using social media uh, disinformation. Uh, For instance, the hospital bombing early in the conflict Uh, The press and members of Congress, including Rashida Tlaib, immediately blamed Israel for uh, attacking the hospital and killing 500 people. The news media did that. It affected the president's trip and and his meetings. And we, of course, quickly found out, as was declassified in American intelligence, that it was Islamic Jihad, Palestinian Islamic Jihad page, that, that fired the missiles and hit next to the hospital parking lot. And unfortunately, ten to fifty people were killed, but not five hundred, as was reported. And we're dealing with this every day.
0: I have a, I have a question. Just just trying to interject. Like, how do we push back against that? And I mean, like, for example, we, we and I have talked about this before. I actually see you have one of. To me, one of your singular roles is actually as a colleague. I know we talked about this talking to your your fellow members of Congress. You know, how do we deal with people like a Jamal Bowman or Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar? You know, I'm just saying, how I, I know that you would try working. You know, trying. You know, on your as best as you can. Right. And I, I mean, I, we haven't checked in for for a while about it. How have things been over since October seventh with some of those relationships? I mean, very tough.
1: I mean, you know, have conversations. You try. I tried in the beginning to have a lot of conversations and um, get Rashida Tlaib to take down her false post, which is being used around the world, and and then I think putting people's lives in danger and, and increasing anti semitism and attacks on on. Uh, uh, Schulz, um and you know but she wasn't willing ultimately to back down despite seeing the intelligence which showed that that was the information was wrong that she was sharing so you've got so we're we're, we're not obviously in regular communication right now um uh listen i, I generally work with anybody if i think it's going to move the ball i don't care if you're democrat or republican what you are i'm going to work with you if i believe it's good for the new jersey and for the united states of america that's my general policy and i'll continue doing that and having those conversations. But it's tough right now, and especially with some people. Listen, you you have Massey, who's a Republican, voting against these these, these bills, um, right? Standing strong with Israel and standing up against Iran and standing with uh, standing to make sure we get the hostages out. You know, you like there's going to be people who are going to say things and do things and promote them and push out disinformation. But I'll tell you, TikTok is an arm of the Chinese government. It's got 150 million users. It is, they're, they're core, they are core regular users, I should say. They are strongly coordinated with, with, you know, Russia and with Iran. It is a, and it is tough, as you point out. How do you fight against it? It's tough. We've got, there's a lot of efforts, but you know, you're up against this giant machine that's interest is one thing to, to knock down Israel and to knock down the United States of America and to promote anti-American content.
0: By anything specific you can say, like, you know, you're talking about, like, you know, anything specific that you can do that. for What what action can be taken by TikTok instead of just banning it from government employees? You know, beside what, you know, what else can be done?
1: I've put out several pieces of legislation recently. Mm -hmm. One, I I wrote state, I think they should be have to register as a foreign agent because under under Farah, uh, just like Qatar with Al Jazeera. Um uh so they have to register, they're actually an arm of a foreign government uh a propaganda arm, right? And and by the way, young kids these days, uh kids, I say kids, I mean young adults, right, Like are getting, if you look, we ask them where they get their news from, it's TikTok. So imagine turning over channel two, four, and seven, ABC, MBC, C B S, like a- actually turning well, turning them over, literally turning them over. To uh, China, right, and turning that over, like, yeah. uh, I, I, just imagine that. And uh, I, you, so, so, that's what is in effect happening with, with TikTok. So I've pushed and uh, int- introduced legislation, supported legislation to, to force the sale or uh, uh, shutdown of TikTok. All social media companies should have to report any terrorist activity or terrorist languages. I've got legislation on too that happens on their content. Uh, and and uh, on their sites, all con- all terrorist related content. So there's there's plenty of action we should be taking. There's there's they they act they don't just put out propaganda, but they they capture your data, and your information. So literally, China has got a file on every American on TikTok. When you sign up and download the app on your phone, in the terms and conditions, they have full control of your phone. Anything that anything you do on your phone, you give them permission to scrape and yeah. scrape to scrape and take. So just understand the level there, and we have to treat this as it is. So it's an arm of a foreign government. It's a propaganda machine of a foreign government, and you're seeing now the impact of what happens when you do that. The direct impact. It it really affects. Uh, and 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 it's hard to believe because I always think of how strong and smart we are on all these fronts, and you think of like when, and Israel and how strong Israel is, right? But but you also see this. The, you, you see that it's you know she's vulnerable and um and and why it's really important that we stand strong with israel and with the jewish community given the amount of hate and anti-semitism and anger right now around the world that's only increasing with all this false information
0: yeah yeah 100 percent. looking uh, i just want the, the one thing that really gets come out is really how weak and vulnerable i wouldn't say weak how vulnerable is a better word how vulnerable we are as a people as a, as a jewish nation as and the state of israel as well i just want to close with uh our time. We don't think we have much time, but I think um, let's talk a little bit about what's going on on campuses as well. I think on the university anti-Semitism. I uh, actually want you to laugh. I have a call today with a college I never heard of, New College. In, a state school in Florida, a liberal arts school in Sarasota that just yeah. called me up and said they want to recruit Jewish students. Um, they have absolutely no Jewish, cap- Jewish population at all, but they're, they feel that they're going to be better. But, uh, you know, so maybe you'll be seeing that in the Jewish link. But tell me a little bit about what's going on from what your take, what you're seeing on, uh, on campus on combating anti-Semitism.
1: I mean, we're seeing it at Rutgers. We're seeing, as you know, in universities across the country, that some universities have handled this well. And some not so much, as you know, especially in the Ivy Leagues. um, uh, It's been uh, pathetic, uh, the response. They're actually, you know, the First Amendment, which I believe deeply in, uh, allows for free speech. It does not allow for people to intimidate and instill fear in others and prevent their free speech and their uh, right to an education and a school. And uh, whether that's whether that's in Teaneck or whether that's at Rutgers or whether that's at uh, Penn or Harvard or Columbia right? You, you know, uh, uh, or in California or Florida, right? You name it. Like, and, and what concerns me in Rutgers, for instance, right now, the president continues to, of the university there, continues to allow people to wear masks of protest. So they can cover up their face and literally bully and threaten the Jewish students. So the Jewish students are scared to go to, cam- go to school, to go around on campus, to go to Hillel, and to go to to go to class. Yeah. So unacceptable. And I have filed Title Six. Letter violations on many colleges, written to many of the colleges, being very aggressive on that front. I will continue to be. Uh, Keep it but, up, please. Yes. Very, yeah. very outspoken. Um, you know, Rutgers right now is having a planned, they're bringing uh, anti Semitic speakers like Penn did months ago, and they're doing bring several of the same speakers who've been thrown off CNN uh, for their anti Semitic content, anti Israel content, and they're letting them come and speak on campus on December 7th. Right. So this continues to go on. And, you know, some universities have taken action, done a great job, like WashU and St. Louis and Emory and other places and some of the Florida schools. But, you know, others haven't. And I think they need to be called out on it. And people need to stay strong. This is unacceptable.
0: Yeah, 100 no, percent. That's uh, that's definitely the message. Um, all right. I just want to say, you know, keep fighting the good fight. I think we're, after, we're a little bit beyond our time. Keep fighting the good fight. I just want to say one thing that just want to close on, close on one thing. I
1: want everyone in the Jewish community who's listening or you know, or who we talk to, to uh, know that we've got their backs, you know, that we're there. Um, You know, do not, do not be scared to to go to school or to leave your house or to be in the community, right? That's unacceptable to me. And I'm going to make sure, and I've talked, I, I, you know, everyone from the governor to the county prosecutors, to local law enforcement, to the mayors and councils, like, for me, what's critically important is that people feel safe. They know that uh, there's no place for hate. Uh, again, targeted to to Jews, to Muslims, you name it, to Catholics, like to anyone. We are. I want people to know that uh, what's great about our country is religious freedom. Of course, right? I mean, it's a critical part of our country and who we are. And I want people to feel safe. And if they're if they don't, they should call me and let me know what I can do. Uh, as you know, my door is way open for anybody to talk to. Um, and to see how else I can be helpful. So thank you for having me. And thank you for what you do of staying in touch and being a a news outlet and resource for people in the community. It's
0: very important. So thank you much. hundred percent. You're welcome. And thank you, Congressman, for all that you do. And just, I want to say that message is, is so strong. I don't know if it'll take away from this. I think the community, I don't know if it feel, some feel outright fear. I think the stronger fear is unease, you know, and I, that's the that's the challenge. You know, I, I, I think people are still, they're not afraid to go to work. I mean, I hope, meaning depending where you are, it's that f- fear of just Things are shaking up a little bit. Unease. I think that's that's what we're dealing with right now as well. When so like you
1: pass this war, I think the low, there's going to be unease in the short term. And listen, there's always going to be some level of unease. But the bottom line is, I want people to 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 not. They've got plenty of things to worry about. This shouldn't be at the top of their list. So uh, um, anyway, call me if you need me, and uh, hopefully I get to see you
0: soon. God willing, we'll see you soon, and hopefully, maybe we can actually talk about things like, uh, like, like traffic congestion and other, other good local topics that I know yeah, you're on top of.
1: plenty of time talking about the congestion tax today, so I, I hope yeah. to you soon. thanks, folks. Thanks for being with us on the Jewish Link Pitch Meeting podcast. If you would like to participate or be in touch with us in any way, please email us at editor at jewishlink.news and follow us and find our podcasts wherever you find podcasts.